Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. If somebody was throwing a party and they had metal detectors in it, Johnny Simpson was not going to that party. Why? I'm so glad you asked. Because everybody knows when you have uh, these kind of parties, there were some people that would party on the inside of the building, but then there'd also be some people that were partying, partying on the outside of the building in the parking lot. And, and, and when certain types of people get together, <clears throat> and, and, and certain kind of beverages are being shared, <clears throat> And, and maybe even certain kinds of incense are being lit. <clears throat> Some people are bound to have a disagreement. And so I did not go to parties where they had metal detectors for you to get in because that meant that everybody on the outside knew that everybody on the inside didn't have any metal. take my name off the prayer list for healing. Because I am healed. I, I do thank uh, Reverend Walters for holding everything down since the middle of December and all your prayers and your uh, support. Um, I'm still writing out all the thank you notes at this time. Yeah. <clears throat> but I do say thank you, thank you, thank you. Turn with me, if you will, to the 121st Psalm. Psalm 121, and when you have it, we'd ask all that are physically able to please stand for the reading of God's word. Psalm 121, I'll be reading the whole psalm in its entirety. It's eight verses. Hear ye the word of the Lord. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. God's word for God's people and God's people said amen. amen. You may be seated. Uh, for the time that is ours to share together, I want to talk a little bit about road trip music. Right. Road trip 
trip music. Music is important to our lives. Uh, we are a musical people. We learn to sing things before we even learn how to use them. Let me prove it to you. We learn to sing our ABCs before we learn how to actually write the letters. Before we have any kind of mastery of language, we've learned the ABCs. We learn about our head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees and toes, before we ever have any anatomy and physiology class. We, music is important to us. I bet we all have some memories that we can place to a particular song. There's a particular song we can think about when we've had our first boyfriend or girlfriend. There's a particular song that we can think about when we were graduating from high school. We can think about this time when we got our heart broken. What song was playing on the radio? Music is important to us. We've got memories that go along with that music. I know, personally, I get tired of hearing Teddy Pendergrass get up, get down, get funky, get loose. Why do you get tired of hearing get up, get down, get funky, get loose, Johnny? Because I know when I hear that, I'm going to start smelling bleach and comment, and I'm going to hear a vacuum cleaner running it's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for Johnny and Jessica to get up and clean up. So if you put some Teddy Pendergrass on, don't get mad when I walk out the room. Music is important to us, and uh, whenever people are riding in a car, one of the most important things along with the destination is what kind of music you are going to listen to. Uh, some people have a rule that if you're going to ride shotgun in their car, you got to work the GPS and or you got to work the music. Other people are a little more protective about their car and don't allow anybody to touch their car radio. Uh, it just depends on what's going on uh, that determines that some people are so generous that not only do they let the person riding shotgun determine what kind of music they're going to listen to, they let everybody in the car determine what kind of music they're going to listen to. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you're a technical person like myself, uh, you got a whole lot of music on your phone. And in order to listen to the music on your phone, you need what they would call an aux cord. Uh, it, it, it's, it's the aux cord is short for auxiliary input, and you stick this cord into your phone, and you play the music on your phone so that everybody else can hear it and connect to the music. And so when somebody has a song that they want to hear on the trip, uh, they would say, pass me the aux cord. Uh, th this music would make the road trip go along a lot better. I listened to a lot of music on road trips. There was a time, uh, sometime after my mom and dad's divorce, where uh, my dad lived in Indianapolis, Indiana, and my mom lived in Freeport, Illinois, and we still would go see him every other weekend, so that meant we had to take that. It's supposed to be five hours, but we might have got there in four, maybe three and a half, depending on, you know, somebody knowing where the gas pedal was. 
Uh, but we would listen to music, so I got diverse taste along with the Teddy Pendergrass. I, I know a little bit about Kenny Rogers. You got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him, know when to walk away and know when to run. I, one of my favorite songs by him is The Coward of the County. Uh, you should check that out when you get a chance, but it's somebody that gets tired of getting beat up by all these people, so he comes into the bar, and when they think that they have punked him, he goes to the bar door and locks them in <laughs> and goes to work. But that's just one of my songs, but music makes the journey go smoother. Uh, Psalms 120 through Psalm 134 are road trip music. These are songs that were written during the time because the people of God would have to go to Jerusalem on a regular basis. And so if some of your Bibles have headings and subtitles in them, you may see in a psalm between 120 and 134 a song of ascent or a psalm of ascent. And they were called songs of ascent because the temple in Jerusalem was elevated. And so in order for them to go up, you had to do what? Ascend. And so these were some of the songs that they would sing either before or during the journey that they were going to take to go to the Jerusalem temple. And we are all on a journey. Whether it be a physical trip that we're going to take for this vacation on spring break or whether it's the, 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 this journey of this thing called life. And we are all on a journey. The psalmist writes a song, and, and, and it says in the King James, I will lift up my eye, mine eyes to the hills uh, from which whence cometh my help. And we read it like a statement. However, comma, uh, further scholarship has told us, and it says it in the NIV, the NRSV, even the New King James Version. It says, uh, I will lift up my eyes to the hills, hyphen, which comes my help, question mark. Okay. Uh, scholarship tells us that this is not a statement, but rather a question. And the answer is No. I know I just messed up somebody's favorite gospel song, somebody's favorite hymn, because they always talk about looking to the hills from which cometh their help. Uh, but scholarship has told us that it is no, it's asking, should I look to the hills for my help? And the answer is no. The mountains or the hills are not where their help comes from. Uh, the during these biblical times, the mountains or the hills were not a good place to live. Uh, it's difficult to farm in those areas. It's hard to travel through those areas. It's hard to carry stuff through those areas. And for a people who lived off of farming, if you can't farm there and you can't travel through there and you can't carry your food through there, that's not the place you want to live. Not only that, but back then, robbers would be in the hills waiting for those people to come through, and they would be looking to jack the travelers. So jack is urban English vernacular for, for robbery, assault, or the, to take something that is not yours from somebody that has had it. And so these people knew that the people, these, these robbers knew that the people were going to have to go through the hills. 
They knew when they were coming because there were special times of the year where the people were supposed to go to the temple in Jerusalem to worship. So they knew about what time on the calendar you'd be coming, and so they'd be waiting for them. They could see you coming, and they had a plan for you. When I was younger, I had a rule. I didn't go to parties with metal detectors. If somebody was throwing a party and they had metal detectors in it, Johnny Simpson was not going to that party. Why? I'm so glad you asked. Because everybody knows when you have uh, these kind of parties, there were some people that would party on the inside of the building, but then there'd also be some people that were partying, or partying on the outside of the building in the parking lot. And, and, and when certain types of people get together, <clears throat> <clears throat> And, and, and certain kind of beverages are being shared. <clears throat> and, and maybe even certain kinds of incense are being lit. <clears throat> Some people are bound to have a disagreement. And so I did not go to parties where they had metal detectors for you to get in because that meant that everybody on the outside knew that everybody on the inside didn't have any metal. Check, check, two, two. So, so they were waiting on them. And so I uh, didn't want people to know I didn't have metal on me. So I wouldn't go to those parties because I knew if something was going to jump off, if there was going to be some sort of disagreement when certain kind of people got together and had certain kind of drinks and, yep. and, and certain kind of incense lighting and certain kind of disagreements would be happening that I didn't want to be on the side without Amen. Amen. my medal. Yep. And so these people would see that. And not only that, the, the, the travelers were looking to help because they obviously needed it. We need help. So people will be looking for help when they need it. A pandemic is going on right now. But people are down. People who are supposed to be in charge are saying because they have a hunch, but that they have a hunch and some sort of genetic disposition that they think makes them good at science, that they won't pay attention to what the CDC is saying, and they will downplay the death rate. We need help. Uh, common sense should tell you not to downplay the, the pandemic. Look at how many people fist bumped and elbow bumped during the exchange of peace this Sunday morning. We got this common. You can't find hand sanitizer. Common sense should prevail, but we need help. You get your paycheck. And every though, even, even though you get your same paycheck every time, it seems like the time in between the first paycheck and the next paycheck keeps getting longer and longer and longer. I need some help. My bills keep going up. And now my light bill and my grocery bill have become a business decision. Do I want my lights on right now or do I want to eat? We need to be looking up for help. I can't find peace in my own house. I'm looking for help. My spouse is taking me through changes. I'm looking for help. 
the denomination itself is suing one another. We got organizations filing injunctions against one another. We ought to be looking up from help. The church keeps burying more people than it's baptizing, and everybody on the inside seems to be okay with that. We're not, not, not caring about what's going on on the outside. I'm looking up for help. And sometimes we don't know where our help is going to come from. The road trip is dangerous. The road trip is disastrous. The road trip is deadly. Travelers not only have to worry about on these things uh, getting jacked by robbers, but they got to worry about the sun. Uh, I know we, can, we tend to, to whitewash it with some of the art uh, but this is the Middle East and Africa that these people are traveling in. The sun ain't no joke over there. They, they, so it talks about them being worried about the sun by day or the moon by night. The text talks about the moon and the sun beating them down. And the moon during biblical times, matter of fact, when people got sick, they said it was common to say that they have been touched by the moon god. People back then thought that epilepsy was caused by the moon along with other sickness. The terrain is dangerous. The sun, the moon, there are places where their foot can slip. They got to go through a dangerous uh, 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 a dangerous place and, and there are things that can happen, but they are still looking for help. And the good news is that the help is on the way. The psalmist knows that he can't look to the hills from which cometh his help. He can't look to this place where the robbers are and the jackers are and the dangerous terrain is and the hot sand and the hot sun and the, and the moon going on. He knows that his help ain't coming from over there. His help is coming from the Lord. And they go from looking for help to being kept. Uh, the verse says preserve in some translations, says that they will keep them. And literally in the Hebrew, it means to guard. They are looking for help. And now they've gone from looking for help to being surrounded by it. Uh, the, the, the be and not only are they surrounded by it, they are surrounded by the best help they can get. They are surrounded by the best help in the business. This is the type of help that won't sleep on the job. The one who will make sure your foot won't slip. This is the one that makes sure you won't get moved. This is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And that help is on the way. I got a friend from my uh, engineering days that was slash is a, a professional musician. He's a preacher now, but, but uh, he, he's a professional musician as well. Plays keys and organ and, and, and uh, piano, and, and he sings too. And, and he, there was this one day at rehearsal at one of the churches I was working at. <clears throat> I don't work at that church anymore, but... Uh, there was rehearsal, and they were trying to sing this song. Okay. Uh, and they were trying to, the band, rather, four-piece band, two keyboard players, uh, one played the keys, one played the organ, the bass player, and the drummer. And they're rehearsing this song. Mm -hmm. And my friend, who's been on the job for a while, uh, but the other guy, the new guy, he just got there. 
And he's trying to impress folks. So he's jumping on stuff and, and trying to make changes and trying to tell everybody what to do in the church from the pastor all the way down to the janitor. Now, uh, uh, he, he's got something to say about everything. If the band was playing on headphones, we need wedges. If somebody transposed, which means to switch a key, he had all these things that he'd make fun of people for. And so they're going back and forth about how this song is supposed to go because the song has a really complicated lick in it. It's Fred Hammond's This Is The Day. Uh, and there's a part in that song, in the middle of the song, where it gets really complicated. And so the new guy says, this is how it's supposed to go when he plays it. And my friend says, no. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to go. It goes like this. And they keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No, it goes this way. No, it goes this way. And, and, and it finally got to the point where my friend said, look, Doc, I played on that live album recording. That's me you hearing on that CD. So if I say it goes this way, this is the way it's supposed to go. The, the, when, I, when you are the creator of something, you can dictate how it goes. When you have created something, the creator is greater than the created thing. And if, Jesus, if God created the heavens and the earth, how much more power does he have over these things? If he created the heaven and the earth, these are his rules that we are abiding by. If he created you, he can make you do what he needs you to do. He can dictate it how it's supposed to go. He has the power to speak into everything in your life. It may not be safe right now, but he can speak that safety into you. It may not be peaceful right now, but he can speak that peace into you. The creator is greater than every created thing. Help is on the way. The best kind of help you can get. And this help may not be there when you want it, but it says that it's not just now, but forevermore. This help has no qualifier on it. There were no rules when he said that the help would come from the Lord who made heaven and earth. It doesn't say you got to be perfect for him to not let your foot be moved. It didn't say that you had to have the best kind of job to keep you. It doesn't say that you had to be from the right neighborhood. This help is from you because he is God and he created everything. No matter where you are on the journey, help is available. Help is on the way. And this, this, this telling us to, that our help comes from the Lord is road trip music. It's something to listen to and go and guide you as you walk through this journey called life. It's something to let you know that your foot will not be moved. It's something to let you know that the one who keeps Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers. And he will keep you and preserve your life, not just now, but forevermore. Help is on the way. There's some road trip music to listen to. Somebody might want to pass King David the ox cord and he says that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me on the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk 
through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff shall comfort me. I will fear no evil. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Not some of the days, not part of the days, but all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <clears throat> might want to pass King Solomon the ox cord. He's going to be like father and like son and you pass King Solomon the ox cord. He says, my son, forget not thy laws, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart and thou shalt find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. Might want to pass the ox cord to Moses when he says he who dwells in the shelter of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. Might want to pass the ox cord to uh, Paul. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. It is not I who lives but the Christ who lives in me. And then he got a remix for you. He's saying it himself but he's remixing Isaiah when he says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God have had. Uh, there's somebody by the name of Albert Godson that wants to get the ox cord. And when you give him the ox cord he says we've come this far by faith leaning on the Lord trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. We could pass the ox cord around here and there'd be some road trip music. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. You can wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I know he's a doctor in the sick room, that he's a lawyer in the courtroom. You can wake me up at 3 in the morning and I know he makes a way out of no way. got some road tripping music for this thing called life. Help is on the way. Help that is always on the job. Help that may not come immediately. But the help will come eventually. May not come when you want him. But he's always on time. The doors of the church are open and we invite you to come. Thank you for listening to this message. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you found this message. If this message blessed you, be a blessing to someone else and share it. Connect with Pastor Johnny on Instagram and Twitter, and be sure to like Faith UMC Dickinson on Facebook.